Welcome to episode, bonus episode 17, the Joy Loving Home podcast. We are in the middle of what I'm calling runway week. This is part three for starting your year right by doing these things first if you have ADHD. If you are just discovering this podcast, welcome. I'm so thrilled you're here. But if you want to feel like you're not stepping into the middle of something, scoot back two episodes and start there. They're both very short. And then you can pick up listening here. You have plenty of time to catch up with the tasks that we were asked to do in the first two steps. Today, part three is the R in the acronym FIRST, which we are trying to do to provide ourselves with a little runway to start our year off as smoothly as possible. Today's letter is R, so it's the realistic expectations. So far, we've created a focus word to help us remember what sort of we're zeroing in on for the year. In I, we set some intentions by way of creating a 23 for 23 list. And by the way, right before I started recording, I did notice on the Happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin, she is actually publishing her 23 for 23 today, if you want to listen in and just see how she approaches it. Hers is typically just any 23 items she wants. She doesn't have to follow any type of formula. Sometimes she switches things up. So I haven't listened yet. I don't know what what her goal was for this year. I suggested in that episode to sort of zero in on some wants and some have tos and some aspirations as we lay out our 23 for 23. You can do it in any way you want. Today with setting realistic expectations, the reason I wanted to spend a little time on this is because we can get very excited at the beginning of a new year when things feel very exciting and like a fresh start and, and like I can really do it this year. I want that excitement, but I want it, I guess, buffered with some reality checks. <laughs> and that being, we are still fish brains. And when it comes to our home and our schedules and our to-dos, we are very much fish living in a forest. There still are going to be bumps. I haven't given us any magic pills to change who we are, nor would I want to. I want us to be who we are. What I'm wanting us is to be us with more knowledge, to look at things in a way where we go, okay, I, I am bumped up against a tree here. How am I going to find my way of getting around this? Because I'm not going to climb it. I'm going to do it my way. Those are the things that I want us to be sort of cognizant of and realistic about as we get excited about this new year and doing things differently this year because we're doing things with just new knowledge and new awareness. What I wanted, it's funny, the the reason this is like perfectly on top of mine and I couldn't have planned this if I had tried, but I had a really great day yesterday in terms of productivity. I got the podcast out. I had the cleaners coming. And so I do this sort of whirlwind swirl of getting things set for them so that they can clean. All of my Christmas stuff was still up. And I was like, if I have them clean and then I pull Christmas down, I'm going to drag needles through places. I'm going to have bookcases that are over-decorated with Christmas stuff and mantles and all of the things that aren't actually going to get cleaned. And then if I turn around and take all the Christmas stuff down tomorrow, I'm going to feel like I didn't get any advantage from them having been here. I 
got the top floor of my home set while I was waiting for them to come and things had, yeah, I had 12 people here a lot of Christmas. I had my kids home that aren't normally home. Things were awry. So it took me every moment of working hard to get things just reset in some semblance of being ready to clean. And then about 40 minutes before they got here, I started crashing Christmas. (laughs) I just started getting everything that was Christmas and pulling it into the basement. I wasn't trying to pack it nicely. I'll regret that later. It's okay. (laughs) We live in our moment sometimes. And in my moment, I just wanted it off of that main floor, out of the way, so cleaning can happen. So yes, I still have a lot ahead of me in the basement to tackle, and that's okay. I will face that. But when I walk around upstairs, I I managed to get everything but the big tree away. And things feel very bare (laughs) and a little bit stark and a little bit minimalistic. And I'm trying to live in that as a good thing, as, as breathing space, kind of like that jarring effect every year when you take the Christmas stuff down and you go, okay, I think less is actually really good for me. How can I maintain this less and not let it get chaotic again. So anyway, I'm all over the place with this story, but it felt like a really good day as I was going to bed last night. And then our lovely North Georgia storms hit. Thunderstorms in January. I And I have an incredibly neurotic dog who will not let you sleep if there is a storm happening. So I spent the night trying to let my kids who were going back to school and my husband who had work and my other son who had work because he's working while he's off on college break, a chance to rest. I took them to the basement. I spent my night in and out of dozing sleep to a dog that was panicking and pathetic and partially on the floor with her, a little bit on a couch that was too (laughs) small and cold. And it was not a good night's sleep is the, the bottom line here. I woke up this morning sort of groggy and grumpy and feeling like doing absolutely nothing. And I got a little down on the fact that here it is January 4th. And this is one of those days. It can derail best intentions. It just, exhaustion is not good for managing to keep up with routine. It's just not. And this is where I cautioned about setting a New Year's resolution that you're supposed to keep up with every day because we all have days like this. We have days where kids get sick. We have days where a a parent needs us. We have days where we're sick. Things go awry and then our all or nothing brain wants to shut down and give up. And I don't want us to do that this year. I want us to say, if we have a bad day, it was a bad day. Tomorrow is okay. And the best way to give ourselves a gift tomorrow, when the day hopefully will be a little better, is to do some sort of baseline, I'm just going to do this. And then I'll know I tried. I know I gave it my best. And then tomorrow's a new day. And so for me this morning, because my house had been cleaned and things were great and I love that feeling, I had the whirlwind of getting lunches packed and breakfasts made and people out the door in a hurry. All I wanted to do was go back and crawl in bed. One, I have a client today, so I'm going to get this out and then head to her house. But I was like, I'm not going to walk home from this client work where I'm going to be a little worn out and tired and 
look at the fact that yesterday feels like I didn't get anything done when yesterday really was a great day. So before I came up to hit record, (laughs) I did my realistic baseline, which was let me just get the sink empty again. So I emptied the dishwasher from last night. I put the new stuff in. The sink is empty. I wiped down the countertops and I walked upstairs. That's it. That was my realistic baseline today. That's all I could do. If there happened to be laundry that I needed to switch over, I would go ahead and take care of that. I happened to be in a good stopping point already yesterday. But that would be the other thing I would force myself to do. Oh, and I made my bed. So that was my three-step process. I made sure the sink was empty. If I had had laundry, I would have switched it over. And I made my bed. Because when I get home tonight, I'm going to feel like, you know what, it wasn't a step backwards. It was just holding steady. And some days holding steady is a win. It's an absolute win. So I don't want this to be sort of the middle Debbie Downer episode, but what I want it to be is realistic that we are going to step forward. We are going to make progress this year. We're going to feel better about ourselves and how we approach things. And instead of seeing our house as a, uh, a task that has to be accomplished, we're going to see it as a place that we love and we want to love on our family through the activities we do here. And we're going to recognize when we've chosen the important moment over the to-do list. Today, I just, I want to come home and I want to see how the day went back at school. And I want to make sure my kid who's about to head back to college feels settled and ready to go back. And I want to love on the people And the way I'm going to love on the people through the house is by just having that baseline set. Think about it less as an obligation and more as a way to just to love our family through this gift that is our home. I feel like I've rambled too far. I have notes that I don't think I touched on, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure I got got my point across. So I'm going to stop here before it gets really crazy rambling. So just as an action item today, just grab that cup of coffee, sit down somewhere and go, what do I want my baseline to be? Don't choose more than three things. Don't become the person with a clipboard and a checklist. Just know in your head, I've got these three things that just make me feel better, make all of us feel better. If that's the kitchen is functioning and we have clean clothes to put on our bodies, done. Two is enough, not more than three. Tomorrow, we'll have a little more upbeat, I guess, fun with the S and how we're going to start actually putting some of these fun tasks to action because we're not so overwhelmed with a thousand little to-dos in our home. We've got our baseline and we're freeing ourselves up to play some catch up on some fun stuff. It's hard to keep up and catch up at the same time. So keeping up is the baseline. Catching up will be our intentions and our S for tomorrow. So stay tuned. Join me tomorrow. And until then, continue to choose joy.